Hello from around the world. This is Dr. Verderami, the founder of Axiom Seminar, and today we're going to be talking about symptoms. I think symptoms is a super important place to start because it's something that most chiropractors get confused about as far as what our objective is, what our role is, and what our goal is. Uh, I think the first place to start is to realize that symptoms are, in fact, a good thing. That symptoms are the body's way, the last way the body has, to tell you that there's something going on. You see, the symptoms are a lot like the fire alarm, that you have one of two options. You can take out the battery, or you can figure out where the cause of the flame is. And you know, those symptoms, the fire alarm, if you didn't have it, although it's annoying, it can save the life of your house, if you catch it in time. So symptoms, you know, like Reggie Gold would say, uh, if we base health merely off of symptoms, the healthiest people are the ones in the cemetery. They have no symptoms at all. Well, we know that's a little bit oversimplification, but the point being that we need to understand first and foremost what health is. Health is a complete and optimal state of well-being and not merely the absence of symptoms, according to the World Health Organizations. And uh, we as chiropractors, we focus on function, not only feeling. Feeling is a part of it. Don't get me wrong. I became a chiropractor because of symptoms. I had low back pain playing hockey and the chiropractor was extraordinary at helping me relieve my pain and suffering. Uh, but that wasn't the end result. The end result actually was that it helped me have more energy. I had clarity of mind. I could focus again. And you see that chiropractic is much bigger than just the symptoms. Here's Reggie Gold to tell you a little bit more. We are experiencing a dangerous time in our profession's history where basic definitions are unknown Historical facts are basically overlooked, fundamental truths are even questioned, and unethical behavior is ignored or even rewarded. We need now, more than ever, ethical leaders who do not run from criticism, who uh, seek unity without uniformity. We need to focus on what we are for more than what we are against. Without a fundamental commitment to the pursuit of truth and wisdom, especially in our institutions, we are lost as a profession. Maybe we should be spending a lot more time teaching our patients that the job of a chiropractor is not to treat or cure their pain or make them feel better. Maybe we should teach them a little chiropractic. Maybe we should teach them that it's our job merely to help the body to open the nerve channels. And as a result of that, the body will function better. Now, most of the time, functioning better means they will feel better, but not necessarily all of the time. And certainly, you and I can't set the timetable for when that's supposed to happen. Our job is not to make the pains go away. You know, every chiropractor really should know this, and yet most chiropractors practice as though they never heard of it. We fall into the trap of trying to please the patient. It is not our job to please the patient. Interestingly, to please the patient in Greek is placebo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what placebo means, to please. And we're putting ourselves in the same trap as the medical doctor. Chiropractic has so much more to offer. I don't like to see chiropractors reduce themselves to nothing more than a slip disc jockey. <laughs> it is true that vertebral subluxation frequently causes pain in the back. But a great deal of the time, vertebral subluxation produces no pain at all. 
It may take 10, 15, or 20 years before the organ served by that nerve shows physical signs of disease. Do you remember when Betty Ford used to go for her cancer checkups, breast cancer, every six months, and she would advertise the importance of self-examination and medical examination, and every six months she'd be back on television telling us how important it is to get our checkup, and then one time they examined her and they found she had breast cancer. But they got it early because she went every six months. How early do you think they got it? Read your Boyd's textbook of pathology. Cancer cells, remember, are microscopic. They can't be seen with the naked eye. According to Boyd's textbook of pathology, it takes anywhere from 7 to 15 years for the first cancer cell to develop into a pea-sized lump, which can be found on self-examination or medical examination. 7 to 15 years when people are giving examinations, diagnostic workups and saying, clean bill of health, everything is alright. Now when do you think the subluxations should be eliminated? After the cancer shows up? It's idiotic to suspect or suggest that chiropractors would treat cancer. But it's even more idiotic for cancer patients to walk around with vertebral subluxation saying, I feel fine so far. 